Hello and welcome to the Living Imperfectly podcast with me, your host, Claire. You're listening to the podcast that provides you with real honest discussions on how embracing imperfection can be a helpful approach to improving our relationship with food, body image, exercise and navigating through our messy lives in general. So let's get started. Today's episode is a solo one. Ah, first solo one. Not nervous at all. <laughs> okay, so the topic for today is about digging deep into the dark side of the health and fitness industry. Because like most things, there is normally a dark side. And I really am quite passionate about sharing stuff like this because I feel that it really does help. It's helped my clients definitely um, to understand that it's not necessarily them that's kind of got it all wrong. It's maybe just the, the support that they've had. And this can actually be quite freeing on the mind and also kind of give clarity on what is helpful for you, for you and what is not so helpful. So let's get into it. Now, I'm obviously in the health and fitness industry. I know that there's so many benefits, you know, improving your physical fitness, improving like nutrition knowledge, your overall wellness, but there is a dark side to it as well. And like I said before, it can sometimes be a little bit overlooked. And yeah, I feel it does. It it lets people down, unfortunately, and it leaves people feeling broken, lost, a little bit silly, like a failure, like they could just never master this stuff, like they've got no motivation, they don't know how to make it work, um, all these types of uncomfortable feelings. And it just leads us to giving up, right? Because it's so bloody hard and life in general is hard. So this is just another level of things that we don't necessarily need. So I want to kind of explore this a little bit more. And I feel like in a podcast, it is much easier to do than like a little 60 second uh, <laughs> reel on social media. Um, and also, I really kind of want to add some tips into this as well to help you navigate through like understanding things and how you can maybe see some, I hate to say it, red flags, but it can help you just to see things when you are maybe perhaps seeking to look with a coach, a PT or whatever it is. So let's start at, I think probably let's go with like the money factor. Show me the money. I mean, yeah, of course, like the health and fitness industry is huge and it is a place for money to be made you know, it's highly profit driven for some people. And like some businesses are prioritizing profits over the health and well-being of their actual clients. Now, this is not calling out anybody or anything like that, but it is about, you know, just being honest. Like there, there are some parts of the industry that it is it's purely profit driven. And this can manifest in like a range of ways, such as like encouraging clients to buy expensive supplements that they perhaps probably most likely don't need. 
signing up for unnecessary services or pushing clients to like engage in extreme or unsafe um, routines or encouraging clients to follow certain like protocols um, specifically like probably like some of the nutrition things that get, might give you like these super quick like fix this like quick results quick fat loss for example but what ultimately it does is that's only a short-term thing so you'll return back to like your previous way or you'll return back to your previous kind of routines and then all of that work that you've done which you know might have been not that great to do is all lost and what you do is you end up going back to that person or to somebody else in the industry or like a slimming club or whatever it is because that worked for you before so like I totally get it it worked for you before so you're going to return back to that to get that results again and it just leads in this like cycle so they are obviously getting your money again and you're needing to go back to them again but some of these cases can lead to I think it's important to say like it can lead to some health risks such as like overexertion like overtraining uh towards like maybe disordered eating behavior habits poor body image things that really don't support our health fully um now of course we all need to make money like I need to make money I'm not in it purely for money but I do need to earn money so you know you can't shy away from that but I do feel like when it is purely money-led it's just transactional so this is where you the client service part of it maybe doesn't support that client um from my personal experience from working with APTs and like we're talking like 10 plus years ago and also just listening to my clients experiences on working with coaches PTs slimming clubs whatever they've gone to um the long-term results like don't actually tend to come from this like transactional type of thing that you've maybe perhaps done before and there's just this lack of like how can I explain it this lack of support empathy compassion and this like being shouted at and and being told to just get on with it and this just generally a lack of care it just makes this stuff so bloody hard to do and to stick with as well. So when I joined the industry, I knew from the get-go how I really wanted to approach my job in a different way, you know, to meet my clients where they are truly at, you know, meet them with compassion, empathy. So like together as a team, we can like dig deep and really like focus on what it is like what are the things that are kind of holding you back and what are the things that you as an individual need to get that sustainable results that you have been perhaps trying for like years decades even um and from my point of view it's with, with having this care about your overall health um like and ultimately improving your relationship with food fitness body image which this stuff looks different for each person um so yeah like my biggest like bit of advice here on this kind of stuff is when we're like looking for somebody to work with if you think I'm ready to work with somebody it's like 
see it as a little bit of like detective work and look at it like an investment as well it's not a quick fix it's like an investment of not just like financially it's emotionally it's physically it's your time as well you know and really looking at the people that you're thinking about and thinking are they that right person for me and for my goals um like something that I say in my inquiry call with like potential clients is it's kind of a little bit corny but I do believe this and that is like coaching is kind of like dating it needs to be this lovely fit where you can have this like honest communication um open like really open and honest because you're really going to get the most out of that service if you have that ability to like connect with that person and just know that there's going to be no judgment on what you say and you are going to be met with what you need um and I yeah I truly believe that this is where you get the most value and yeah it just I feel it's like super important to also think about when you're like looking at maybe you're looking on their social media or maybe you're looking on their website or listening to their podcast or whatever however they kind of work it's like does this person does they their core values align with mine do they have like a deeper reason of being in the industry and like does that align with you do you resonate with that person? Do you like think, God, that person really gets me or that message really, I really got that. Um, because not not everybody will. Like, I won't as well. Like I'm not for everybody um, and that's okay. But there'll be somebody out there that will be your person. Um, big thing is trust. Like, do you trust that person? Because some of this stuff is quite personal. Um, like some of the things that, you know, clients uh, have discussed with me are yeah they're really deep and personal and you know it's you do need to have that level of trust um you know like if the shit hits the fan like are you like would you be able to be like hey this is happening in my life and I can't do all these things that you've set out to do like it needs to be that person that you can do all that with another thing I think is part of like the darker side of the health and fitness industry is body shaming and setting these really unrealistic beauty standards. Now, I know that there's definitely a shift in this. Like there definitely is so much more of it, which is like so good to see. But there still is messaging and promoting like certain aesthetic ideals. And this it can be really difficult or even like impossible for so many people to achieve for whatever reasons. Um, and this can lead to like these feelings of like inadequacy, poor body image, range of like mental health issues, including anxiety, depression, and like so much more um, things. And I, I do want to just stress this. I am not saying that I am anti-diet like if you want to change your body like that's okay it is your body you can do what you wish with it um but let's figure out the true reason behind this you know your goals because sometimes we feel like smaller is equals our worth 
um, that being in a slimmer body equals happiness. Um, and also sometimes, which I think a lot of people maybe don't p- perhaps notice, is like, are you looking to control your diet and training and body size to give you a level of control, which is maybe something that you're like lacking in your current like lifestyle at the moment? Like, it is your life like super hectic and you need to feel like some control somewhere? And this can be like an outlet. And it's like looking at this deeper uh, and then asking ourselves like, okay, is our relation, how is our current relationship with food, with uh, exercise, with our body image? You know, do you, do you need more support around this type of stuff? Do you really truly need a fat loss goal? Um, you know, is that really actually the goal that you're looking for? Or is there something else that we maybe need to kind of focus on? Or like, of course, there's the flip side. Like, do you have a healthy relationship with food, exercise and body image? And you just want to kind of have that feeling of like feeling at home in your body and like feeling good naked. Because, you know, like we do want to feel good naked. I mean, that's like human, right? And that's totally okay. I'm okay with that. But let's do this in a way that it's not going to like impact your your health, like first and foremost. Like it's not going to screw up your hormones that you lose your cycle. Like that's a huge one that I really is an importance. Um, and also like making sure that the protocols, like the nutritional like things that we're working with, it's not going to affect your relationship with food exercise your mind as well and also of course your body image you know it's not going to take over your life as well like we we need to also like live um fully really and we can diet and we can train without losing you know our relationship with food, exercise, mind, body, life, under <laughs> like everything, we it can be done. Um, so yeah, like you're you might already kind of hear from just those like two examples that there's so many levels to this, there's so many new nuances to this, and uh, I really could talk about this type of stuff for days to cover like every single thing that could perhaps maybe be what you've maybe gone through or whatever there's so many different avenues with this and it's really not so straightforward um as everybody follow this eating plan this nutrition plan and everybody follow this training plan and you're all gonna get amazing results and boom easy give me your money follow this it's not as simple as that and that knowing that bit of information can be like a game changer in your mindset for approaching any of your health and fitness goals it just gives you this like oh okay it doesn't have to be so extreme or it doesn't need to be so hard that I have to give up my life and there are other ways there's normally another way is probably the biggest thing as well like whatever way you've tried there's probably another way to do it it's really about meeting you as an individual 
figuring out what your current lifestyle is and how do we make all this work for you so that it can be sustainable and unfortunately that does take time that's the part that we don't really like um because we are wanting things a little bit quicker um than we'd like when then that, that's realistic yeah so <laughs> where do I go next another thing that the health and fitness industry can also put out is messaging of like harmful kind of stereotypes and some like stigma around weight and body size as well and this can create like barriers for people and and discourage people from engaging in physical activity which is like potentially harmful because there's so many benefits to exercising and gaining an understanding of nutritional um fundamentals like and this isn't like this goes both ways like you know there's so many different things in this as well like for people being shamed for being in a smaller body and people being shamed for being in a larger body like it feels like we can never get it right you know we're not slim enough we're not this we're not whatever and we're trying to fit into these like stereotypes or these molds um and it's it can be of the detriment of of you unfortunately so it's understanding and being aware of like certain messaging as well like really looking at the messaging that people are kind of coming across and like really thinking is that like helpful for me and where perhaps I am in my journey um like for example if you are a person that's perhaps maybe working on your relationship with body image and perhaps like your your food and exercise as well um and you have maybe thinking about working with a coach that's specifically like really heavy on aesthetics um there's nothing wrong with that at all as a coach like there's nothing wrong with working on aesthetics but where you are in your journey it's like thinking is that what you perhaps maybe need or like to have that kind of around you at the moment and perhaps the answer is no but maybe it's yes you only like you will know but it's bringing this awareness to actually look at this and think is that the messaging that I need right now in this present moment so if I save the last the best for last I don't know if this is the best is there a best in this scenarios (laughs) oh big one Okay, we'll probably call it the big one. We'll save the, the last one for the big one. And that is the amount of misleading information that is out there in particular around nutrition and weight loss. I mean, in training as well. In it all, really. Fad diets, detoxes, like supplements, all these things that are not backed up by scientific evidence. And like making like these extreme like claims that they're going to be like so effective and like these are going to like just solve all your problems. And you do know what? We'll go and hire an influencer who's just going to, you know, who fits that look and like, boom, it's the latest thing. We're all on it. 
And like, this is not a dig at you if you've done this, because I have done all of these things. Like I've done the fad diets, I've done the detoxes, I've like had bought so many supplements that, you know, I'm pretty much rattling when I go down the street, but it's, it's knowing that like there is still this out there. So when you're looking at perhaps working with somebody, it's like really looking at their messaging, you know, are they promoting like fad diets, like diets that are not going to sustain like long-term change? Are they promoting detoxes, which you do not need because your body already does that? Are they like heavily like promoting supplements, you know, um, that are not backed up by scientific evidence? And really, like, do they have influencers that are promoting all their products that fit this kind of mold that, you know, the stereotype that they're kind of trying to promote? And it's just looking at it, like, I guess, objectively. And like, again, like thinking, is this what I perhaps need? um to help me with my goal um or is it not and know that like all of this like misleading information it leads to so much confusion um it make it makes it really hard for you to make these informed decisions like what to do and it's just taking this time to build like your build education of maybe what is helpful and what isn't and please like I say don't feel um I don't want you to feel ashamed if you have gone kind of gone down all these paths because I have and I know so many people that have also and also the misleading information it, it kind of makes the whole process of laying down the the foundations of the information that is actually going to be helpful um it take a bit longer because you know, we might need to kind of unpack some of the stuff that we've learned or it can feel disheartening to know that actually the stuff that we perhaps need to do to support us right now takes longer um, than what all these quick fixes have promoted. And like, that's a bit of a, that's a hard one on your mind, right? Like to think, oh God, this is going to take ages um, when you're so used to these quick fixes that ultimately don't lead to actually a long-term fix so I'm going to round up this episode with kind of wrapping up like a bit of my main message that I'm trying to get across here is that like if you found this like if you found it so exhausting and disheartening in your health and fitness journey so far I want you to know like you're not alone you're not broken you're not weak you don't lack willpower um and know that there's loads of misinformation out there but there is also so much brilliant information out there it's just perhaps that we maybe haven't figured out a way how to apply it to ourselves yet and also like it, all this stuff takes time as well and I'm going to give you some advice on if you're feeling like totally stuck and you feel like you tried everything and you're not getting anywhere then maybe it is time to work with somebody and look at it as an investment and a way to work out like a source of all of like this 
like outsource this work of as well, like outsource the thinking. So it frees up the headspace to really leave you to focus on doing the work that is perhaps needed. You know, look for a coach or a PT that's going to meet you where you're truly at and provide you with the support that you need. Really, really take your time in finding that person. Talk with them, like really like get to know them. Even like ask around. Know that there might need to be some unpacking of previous things that you have tried to help you kind of unlearn some thoughts and behaviors. And most importantly, be open to fully embracing the process and doing the work without fixating on reaching your destination or your goal like by yesterday, because that's going to set you up uh, with the feeling of feeling disappointed because this stuff does take effort and focus and some work. And yeah, ultimately it takes some time. So I really hope that you have taken something from this episode that has helped in some way. And I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And if you feel like you thought, you know what, I'm actually ready. I'm in a place to start to do this type of work. And I feel like Claire is the girl to help me out then please reach out to me on Instagram, Coach by Claire Official, or go on to my website, www.coachedbyclaire.uk, and we can just set up a little chat and you can suss me out, see if I'm the right person. And if I'm not, then hopefully I can direct you to somebody that may be your right person. Anyway, I'm really looking forward to meeting you again on the next episode where I am joined by a guest next time. And we are going to be talking about all things around people pleasing. Oh, it's going to be a good one.